What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Tea with Tina. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about the number one reason that you aren't reaching your fitness goals. And the answer may surprise you. Um, You know how you almost have to live through something for a period of time to get a good grasp on why certain things are and how it works. That's kind of what has happened to me in, I would say, this year-long transition, the pandemic of me living where I used to, to moving here and changing my training style, being in a different gym um, and finding what suits me best. And it really opened my eyes to goals and everything like that. So without further ado, let's dive right in. dive right in the number one reason that you aren't seeing results with your fitness goals is because of your drive yep it's because of your drive um i couldn't really think of a better way to describe it because i think it's more it's more than just your drive but you'll get what i'm saying when i explain it to you so I mean, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to your motivation in general, your drive and your want to do things is so important. Um, I have numerical evidence of this on myself, and I'm sure once I start talking about this, you can kind of agree with what I'm saying here. So what I use, I mean, I have a Fitbit. I mainly use that to track steps. Um, It does track heart rate, but I found that the chest strap monitors are way more accurate so i have a my zone heart rate monitor um similar to like a polar fitness chest strap or something similar to that and it's just what my gym uses and we all love it um it's something that you can purchase on your own they're relatively inexpensive they're cheaper than um a heart rate monitor most of the time so if you want something that's a little bit more accurate i highly recommend the my zone But aside from that, so I track my calories and my heart rate so I know when my heart rate gets into certain zones is a certain percentage of your max heart rate. Um, This is a big part of training. When your heart rate gets into the 70% to 80%, that's kind of like the ideal fat burning, you're really working hard zone. Um, So I do keep track of that. Now I am more of a conditioned person, so it takes more to get me into that zone, but I know what movements will get me there and like what cardio will get me there. Similarly, I do cardio before my lifts, which I know is frowned upon, um, but I personally do cardio before my lifts. It actually gives me energy. It warms up my body. I like being sweaty going into a lift. Um, Now, if I'm doing like a crazy lift where I'm going for like a PR or something, I probably wouldn't do a ton of cardio before, Um, but it, it really does help warm me up and my heart rate stays elevated throughout my workout, so I'm burning more calories. Um, That's one observation I noticed. Aside from that, 
Okay, getting into the part about your drive. I mean, we all have bad days and we all have good days. So on my bad days, I wouldn't even really necessarily consider it a bad day, even an okay day. Kind of a day where I might be tired or, you know, I'm standing in the gym all day. I'm not really working out, so I'm cold. Um, my mind's not in it. I'm kind of just going through the motions of a workout. My heart rate stays considerably lower. Um, I'm in the blues which we have different color systems. (laughs) So I'll say I'm in like the 55 to 65% max heart rate. And I'll occasionally get up into the 70% range um, where I need to be. And, you know, I might burn 200, 300 calories within maybe a 45 minute to an hour period, which isn't horrible. That's an okay workout. Um, But for me and the effort that I'm giving, I've gotten more um times that maybe I was in a better mood and I was very excited uh times that a good playlist came on you know you have your favorite songs that really pump you up like when I'm running I listen to Eminem like that his music just gets me going it gets that extra the extra push it gets you the extra couple minutes the extra couple pounds on whatever you're doing it really helps um And times I was just excited and this is just me. I have like inside my head when I lift, I not necessarily compare myself. I have like a mini competition with other people. So if the gym's busy, I'm kind of just like, oh, look at me. Look at my good form. Look, you know, look at me working out. And like, I literally am not competitive at all. And I could care less what anybody else is doing or me showing off. But at the time, me thinking that allows me to kind of get pumped up and just get motivated and work out more. And when these things happen, whether it be the great mood, being excited, um, having that extra bit of energy, I burn considerably more calories. I see way better results overall, and I just feel better. Um, With the heart rate monitor, I will, no matter if I'm lifting or doing cardio, I will be doing 70 to 85% of my max heart rate. It feels great. I get my sweat going and I feel like I've really worked out. And I'm sure you could probably relate to this of the times where you, you know, you get some movement in versus the times you really get a workout. And I think, honestly, that's where the drive comes in. I've seen this with myself and I've seen it with clients and it's so tough with clients and with you because... As far as drive goes, with a personal trainer, they can guide you. And they might be able to kind of, like how I'm explaining to you right now what your issue is, we can't get inside your body and make you have that drive. We can't get inside you and make you want to do this and get excited and find out what your specific why for doing this is the why that truly gets you excited it took me a long time let me tell you i'll give you a little bit of backstory about my journey um and maybe you can relate so when i first got into fitness um I was kind of motivated, I'd say, motivated enough to, like, get moving and get started. I went through the motions. To be honest with you, I was terrible. I wasn't in fitness at, or I wasn't in sports at all. So any movement I did felt awkward. It kind of, like, hurt. Not like a pain, but, you know, like, your body's like, I'm not used to doing this movement. I hate this. Um, That's what I experienced all the time for a good couple years. 
once I finally kind of got into the fitness realm and I found Katie Hearn, Katie Hearn was like my first like role model in the fitness realm. I loved everything she did, like she did. She got me really excited. And I'm not saying that you have to put your faith in a person, but for me, that was kind of like my external motivator. And then we had Nikki Blackheader, and this was like the the time when all these fitness girls were like taking over Instagram by storm. It was before Instagram, like having influencers and stuff like that was even really a thing. The fitness social media realm was somewhat very young in its very infant stages um but it was it was exciting you know it was new um everybody was excited and I would you know kill my workouts I had fresh workouts I was feeling good and then you know my husband got deployed I and again you can kind of watch go back in the podcast and listen to these episodes about these topics if you are interested but my husband got deployed um, I was having trouble with hormonal issues as far as birth control goes. I got an IUD in and it just threw me off. I didn't feel like myself and we all go through these periods and I'm not saying you have to push yourself during these periods by any means. I think you need to take a step back during these periods to work on you so if you're finding yourself in a tough time right now, whether it being your you feel some depression, some anxiety, um, whether you're in a tough situation, you know, if you need to talk to someone, do that. If you need to take time away for yourself to reflect and meditate, do that. And it takes time. It took me months and I would even argue years to really come to a good spot. And you know what? I know there's going to be a time in the future in my life where I'm probably going to struggle again. Um, That's just how life goes. We have good times and we have bad times. And I was really reflecting on this today in the past couple days is I don't know if I was clinically depressed, but just from, like I said, deployment, hormonal issues and changes, stressors at work, feeling like I was outgrowing the environment that I was in, waiting to move, waiting for this fresh start, waiting to jumpstart my business and really work on things. It was one of those things where a lot of stuff could happen, but I had to wait. So I felt very depressed and just stuck. Um, During those times, the simplest things felt so hard, um, so terrible. I like, no matter what happened, it always seemed like it would just throw me off. And a lot of that's mindset too. When you have negative stuff hitting you left and right, you're, you're, and you expect that negative stuff, you're going to feel it 10 times worse than the average person because you're looking for that negativity, right? So now that I'm in such a better place and It's a weird feeling. I mean, I felt this before in my life at other periods. Um, I can't remember the last time I felt it for this long, though. Sometimes it would come for only a couple weeks. I'd be very happy. And then right before you know it, I was miserable. And I was happy and then I was miserable. But it's been a while now. I would say almost a year of consistent... I mean, I'm not saying I'm super happy all the time. This is what I'm getting at, though. Um, I feel good no matter what problems come at me. And it's funny, they're the same type of problems that I would experience um, when I was feeling depressed, but I just handle them so much better. And I was reflecting on it the past couple days because I'm like, wow, I 
really manage stress well. And if anything, I would argue that I'm taking on more by running my business. I'm taking big jumps in that right now, handling a lot of paperwork, behind the scenes work. I'm launching a six weeks to fit challenge. I'm programming with a lot of clients, but my excitement is driving me. My excitement keeps me going and my passion keeps me going and happy and full of energy. And why this kind of shocked me was because going back to the IUD times, the deployment times, um, I had this constant fear of burnout because I felt like I was burning out all the time. And I was afraid, it seemed like, which everybody, again, you can go through this phase in your life, like, it seemed like any workout would just drain me, um, I was afraid to eat certain things, I was sleeping all the time, it just, it was horrible, and I, I was afraid, I thought my body was just like that forever, and I was like, I can never have caffeine again, I can never push myself again, I have to only like take walks and do light lifting, I can never do heavy lifting, that's just my life now, and I had this fear of burnout, and honestly, even until I started my job, right up until I right up when I started my job at Anytime Fitness for the first couple months getting back into the groove from like quarantine doing home workouts and walking going into lifting again I was afraid I was so afraid of overworking myself and I was like I feel really good but I'm scared that I'm gonna push myself too hard and I'm gonna get burned out um and I got that fear but once I started to really push myself and I can't stress this enough aside from focusing on your drive and what fills you with energy and passion rest rest is so important it's not so much that you can overwork yourself it's it's that you're not resting enough to compensate with the amount of work that you're doing does that make sense I feel like that could work with not fitness too um and everybody's different you know you have those people that sleep four hours a night or whatever and they're fine they're like super mutants they're weird but (laughs) as far as we go the average person i i try to sleep at least eight hours a night okay even with all the shit that i gotta do whether i try to wake up early or maybe i'll stay up a little bit later and go into work later the next day and i know we don't all have that luxury so if you do maybe have to stay up later one night you have to wake up early or maybe you choose to wake up earlier before your job try to squeeze it in there and maybe only have one or two nights that you're staying up a little bit later not every single night you're pulling all-nighters um you have to find that balance i take time away at the end of the night because i'm constantly working throughout the day whether it be cleaning my house doing my chores um training clients, programming for clients, doing stuff on social media, I need time to recharge so my creative energy stays strong because I'm going to get burned out. So I will play video games almost every day. Every day I take time to relax and do something that I enjoy and I find that time in there. And again, I know some people have very tight schedules um my schedule's relatively flexible but I have 10 or 12 hour training days that I do where I'm at the gym I wake up at 6 a.m every day now I never thought I would be that person but I wake up at 6 a.m um I do all the household chores beforehand I cook my breakfast 
I train clients from anywhere from 8 to 12 hours, depending on the day. I get my workout in. And then I come home, either make dinner, hang out for a little bit. And then I usually work on my business. Um, So I do try to squeeze it in. And I feel like you can definitely find time in there somewhere. I can't even imagine... I'm not going to speak for the people with kids because I don't know what that's like. (laughs) I have a little cat that bugs me, which may be somewhat similar. But having kids is a whole different realm. So I'm not telling you if I can do it, you can do it too. But I want you to challenge yourself to think maybe where you can be smart and efficient and try to fit things in. Because if you really want it bad enough, you can do it. Because like I posted not too long ago, there's somebody out there who's doing more work than you right now with less resources. And they make it happen because their passion is strong enough. Their drive is intense enough. And I, I truly believe that. So this this podcast topic is really hard to talk about because, but it, it's so crucial to talk about, but everybody's drive is different. So I can't necessarily uh, pinpoint anything for you or tell you you have to think this because everyone's is different this is something where you need to do self-reflection which i preach all the time you have to be so self-aware of your body and its needs and its wants and you have to reflect on what you want and what gets you excited some people are so busy like my mother (laughs) um sweetest woman in the world but she gives her life to everybody she's always doing stuff for everybody else that she doesn't even have like if you ask her what her hobby is or what she enjoys she doesn't have anything i can be like that to some extent too because you know like mother like daughter right but i still make an effort to find time to have small hobbies like taking care of my plants playing video games having my creative outlet using fitness hiking traveling i photography I find time and little things to make me happy in there somewhere. And I think everybody does need that because that's what brings us joy. And I also think this move was important to me for that reason as well. It kind of, it gave me a fresh slate for things, a fresh start. So I was able to be like, you know, I do really like this because I found myself. And again, you might be feeling this way too. You find that you might like something, but you're like, it doesn't fit who I'm supposed to be, Um, especially anybody who's listening that's maybe in their late teens, early 20s, mid 20s, even your early 30s, you know, we're all like kind kind of trying to figure it out. And 20s is a big time of self-exploration. I feel like who I was at 20 versus now at 25 are two different people. I was so lost in transitioning. And I remember when I went to my therapist, um, while my husband was deployed she was saying that she was like well you know you're at that age where you know you're insecure you're unsure and I was like wow this lady's writing me off which in a way she was that's a whole different story but I mean in a way she's right you know I mean we're we're all kind of like this at some point and we all just want to be accepted we all want to be a part of something it's in our nature it's what we do to survive to be in a bigger pack and have community is what makes us survive so I did feel a little bit lost on that note I think it's important to recognize that I think our drive changes okay deep down at the root it may not change But overall, um, a lot of times it changes because we change as people. So if you found yourself motivated 
maybe in high school to play a sport, your drive now is going to be totally different. I mean, you were excited in school, maybe because you played sports with your friends or you liked the competition or it was fun to not do schoolwork um, or you were trying to get into a good college. There's so many motivators and drives. But working out in maybe your mid-30s, early 40s, it's going to be a totally different reason. Maybe you want to keep up with your kids and you want to be able to play and practice sports with them or help them with sports like you were playing sports back in high school. Um, Maybe your parents have some illnesses that they got because of their lifestyle or you have something that's genetic and you want to try to do your best on your end to prevent that from happening um, so you don't get those things and deal with the same things that your parents did or you want to set a good example for your kids or you want to be healthy because some sort of health issue popped up. Okay, there's those different driving factors and you have to find your why your why and it's like I said it's so unique to everybody and that's why I encourage that self-reflection and dig deep for that because that's going to be the number one way that you find that drive is you know you'll found it that didn't sound right you know you will know when you have found it there we go um when you think about it You get butterflies in your stomach, you get excited, and it gives you energy. True energy. And, you know, I read that somewhere a long time ago, and it took me a while to find out what my why was. And I think when I first got into fitness, my drive and why was much different than what it is now. My why has developed and molded and shifted, but now that I have a clear view of that why, of what it is now, I'm happy. And I'm sure five, ten years from now, my why is going to be different again. And I'm probably going to go through this period of rediscovery. Um, We have to be open to it because we have to experience the lowest lows to experience the highest highs. It's just what life is about. So that is what I encourage you to do is to find your why take a look at your story take a look at your issues that you may be dealing with right now why you're feeling a certain way and use that um as far as drive goes i was talking a little bit about that earlier this kind of aligns with your why what are certain things that get you hyped up to work out and this is again something that some people struggle with is that they don't always like to lift in the gym maybe they like you like to hike or swim or do zumba or dance in your room or do at home workouts find what really makes you work hard and gives you results I think that's why I see women who maybe do like a certain type of workout and they look shredded and I'm like if I did that workout I would not be shredded Um, one sometimes it's genetics but two it's probably because they genuinely love it and they're doing it really well and they're burning the calories they're getting the results from it so that's another thing pick something you like and like I said with the music make sure you your go-to songs to hype you up and I really do encourage wearing that um, heart rate strap. It doesn't have to be the my zone, but there's different colors to tell you into different zones. And it's nice because you get used to feeling like, oh, so these moves make my heart rate get up this high. Or this is what my breathing feels like when I'm in this zone. So it's nice because it kind of trains you to be like, okay, so if I want to like kick it into gear, 
I gotta do these exercises or I gotta feel this way with my breath. So it's like, oh, well, I was using this weight and now my heart rate's not as high, so it looks like I gotta bump it up. Or I gotta go a little bit longer. Or I gotta push a little bit harder. So those things help to motivate us as well. Um, so yeah, that was my uh, word vomit for you today. <laughs> uh, I, I It's been on my mind, I'd say, for probably the past week or so. Um, and I just wanted to share it with you. So if you are feeling stuck, I encourage you to look into your why and your drive. Or if you're feeling stuck with your progress, it could be just you need to focus on a why and have a drive. Okay, it could be something as stupid too as like the fact of you in a bikini looking good or looking naked for your significant other makes you really happy. It could be something so simple like that. So go find that why. Um, Please share this podcast. If you enjoyed it, share it with your friends who you think might benefit from this. I always love talking to new people. Um, That's something that also fills up my cup and gives me my drive. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, please give it five stars and leave a review. Remember, if you leave a review, you will get 20% off one of my programs. And I think that's about it. Until next time, guys, enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you next Monday. Peace out.